The first valve I'm going to talk about is an ORI. Second valve I'm going to talk about is an ORD. ORI stands for Open Rise Inlet. ORD stands for Open Rise Differential. At Cool Air Products, we developed AC Smart Seal Quick Shot with professionals in mind. It's the only product on the market that's three in one with sealant, lubricant, and UV dye all in a single application. It's non-toxic, non-flammable, 100% safe to the touch, eco-friendly, and compatible with all refrigerants. It's a safe solution option, backed by years of R&D, Intertech tested, and has sealed millions of leaks. AC Smart Seal, the professional's choice. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the HVAC Know-It-All podcast. I had a request to talk about something, and I thought it was a great idea because I don't think I've talked about it. I Maybe, maybe not. I, I, I've gotten to enough podcast episodes where I don't remember half of the stuff I've talked about just because the memory is not what it used to be, I'll tell you that much. But anyway, have you ever seen a condenser operating in the middle of the winter with the fan running full bore or maybe has multiple fans running full bore? Well, I have, and I've seen it many times, and I used to see it a lot more than I do now because I used to work on a ton of Liebert units. Middle of the winter in Canada, three condenser fans running full bore on a condenser, but the head pressure is maintained. It's done by using a series of valves or one valve in particular. I'm going to talk about my experience. Okay, there could be other types of ways to do this, but I'm going to talk about my experience on floodback controls. Some people call them headmasters. It just keeps the head pressure up in low ambient conditions. But before I get into it, I wanted to talk about something that I thought was really interesting. I was listening to a podcast today, and um, it was, I think it was a series of podcasts because they were little, little short speeches by Warren Buffett. And he described looking for somebody to take over one of his firms while he was off doing something else. Okay, and then he went into sort of a thought process. Okay, so think about this for a minute. You're in school, back in school, back in maybe in high school. You had to pick one person from your class and you get to keep 10% of their earnings for your entire life. You're going to want to pick the person that you think is going to be the most successful and make the most money, right? Because if you're going to get 10% of their earnings for life, you're going to want to pick that person. Now you're going to pick the person with the best looks. You're going to pick the funniest person. You're going to pick the person that has the best grades, the most popular. I don't know. I think that, and, and the way he described it, is you're going to go after the person with the best qualities, the best quality personality um, you can find like person that doesn't cut corners, person that is thoughtful, a person that gives a hundred percent and cares about everything they do. Okay. That person might not get the best grades at that moment in time, but they persevere and they try and they work and they don't stop. That's kind of the person that he said that in that mindset that you're going to pick. Okay. And then the opposite end, 
pick a person where it's going to cause you the, the opposite effect. You're going to lose out. Which person would that be from your class that would cause you to lose out? Well, you're going to probably pick the person that does cut corners, that's assuming, that's malicious, that's vengeful. You're going to pick someone like that. And what he did was, he's like, you take the person you, you pick to get that 10% of their income for their life. The attributes they have that you like because you pick them for those attributes, try to instill those attributes in yourself. The person that you did not pick, the person that would cause you to lose out, their attributes, their personality traits, if you have any of those, try to remove them from yourself. It was very interesting. It was a very interesting speech on the way he, he laid it all out. Anyway, guys, I don't want to bug you with that and bore you with that. I just thought it was insanely interesting. And I was, I was locked in, like listening hardcore on my drive home. Anyway, guys, this is the HVAC Know It All podcast. I'm your host, Gary McCready. Okay, so back in the day, I used to work on a ton of Lieberts, and I've been very forthcoming about that. Ton of computer rooms, ton of Lieberts. Not so many anymore, not as much as I used to. Okay, and like I said, I, I had a request to, to talk about Headmaster Controls, I always used to call them floodback because basically what floodback means is it would flood the condenser to keep the head pressure up. Headmaster because basically you're controlling the head. Okay. I mean, the words are kind of interchangeable to me. I mean, if, if they do mean different things, then I apologize for using them both um, simultaneously like that. But to, to me, they mean the same thing. Okay, and, and I have a diagram of a refrigeration circuit open just to help me, because um, I like visual stuff, just to help me talk about it a little bit. So, low ambient conditions. Because refrigerant changes with temperature, lower the temperature, lower the pressure, right? As it gets colder outside, it, it's harder to maintain a head pressure. A lot of, um, there's a lot of ways around that. I mean, some, some units do it with cycling a fan. Some units do it with fan speed. And I've seen those lots of times too, right? Um, what we're going to talk about in particular are two valves, okay, that get utilized in this. And then there's also a single valve application as well. So... The first valve I'm going to talk about is an ORI. Second valve I'm going to talk about is an ORD. ORI stands for Open Rise Inlet. ORD stands for Open Rise Differential. So the way it works is we have the compressor. It pumps refrigerant into the condenser. Okay, so let's say it gets cold outside. Let's say the pressure in the system drops off. Well, our head pressure is going to drop off and we need to maintain it. So what we're going to do is we are going to stop the flow at the outlet of the condenser. We're going to stop it. Okay, and we're going to let that pressure build. And as it builds, 
It keeps our head pressure up and the system running properly. All right? And when we get to a certain inlet pressure, that's why it's called open rise inlet. So the valve is at the outlet of the condenser, but the inlet of the valve is what it's looking at. So let's say, for example, we have the valve set to 225 PSI. I'm, I'm going to go with our 22 numbers just because it's easy for me because that's how I, I used to deal with it. Let's say the valve is set for 225 degree, uh, 225 PSI. Let's say the head pressure at the moment is 180. So the valve is going to slam shut. It's going to allow the condenser to fill up, okay, with, with, with gas. And when the inlet of that valve hits 225 PSI, it's going to open and it's going to allow flow again. Okay, we have to utilize a receiver in this because in order to flood the condenser, that valve is, is closed off. In order to pressurize that condenser and flood it, we need extra gas in the system. So we have to utilize a receiver where that extra gas is going to be stored because during the summer months, we don't need that gas. We only need it in the wintertime. So that condenser is going to flood. It's going to use refrigerant from the receiver and the ORI valve is going to maintain 225 PSI at the inlet of the valve, but the outlet of the condenser. All right, but we still need flow. We still need flow moving around the system. And that's where the ORD valve comes in. So the ORD valve, if you can, uh, if you can picture this in your head, or maybe you can go online or draw a picture or, or whatever you got to do, the ORD valve is piped off the discharge line. Okay, it's piped off the discharge line. It goes through the ORD, okay, and the outlet of the ORD is piped into the inlet of the receiver. So, because we're going to have a differential, differential of pressure between the discharge line and the outlet of the ORI into the receiver because the ORI is closed, allowing the condenser to fill up. We're not going to have flow through that ORI as the condenser is filling up. We need to provide flow from the discharge line into the receiver. So basically, we're bypassing the condenser. So when it sees a differential, whatever, whatever ORD you put in, there's, there's, they come in different kinds. And the one I'm looking at here is a 20 PSI differential. Okay, so when there's a 20, uh, 20 PSI differential between the discharge line and the inlet of the receiver, that ORD is going to open up and it's going to allow flow. That's why it's called open rise differential. As the differential moves up, there'll be more flow through the valve to create flow through the system. Okay, so now when we're at 225 at the inlet of the ORI, the ORI is going to open up and it's going to relieve all that, that pressure, all that gas that's sitting in the condenser. Okay. And dump it into the receiver. I guess it's going to be uh, liquid at that point after it leaves the condenser, but um, it's going to dump it into the receiver and the cycle is going to start all over again. So that's how we maintain head pressure with these two valves. The ORI is to flood the condenser, stop flow, to allow the pressure to build, and the ORD is there to allow flow to keep moving. 
All right, so I was just sifting through my Facebook feed and women in HVACR, they were having a discussion about House Call Pro. And the one lady's like, I'm going to do a demo of it. And there was a lot of good feedback coming through that post. So I keep saying this over and over and over again, that every time House Call Pro comes up on social media, it's always a hit with the techs. So as always, I'm going to let you know about the landing page that gives you one month for $19, your first month for 19 bucks. Okay, and if you hit that landing page, you'll learn all about it and you can get your demo and you can go from there. Okay, it's housecallpro forward slash HVAC know-it-all housecallpro.com forward slash HVAC know-it-all. Okay, I'm going to leave the, the link in the landing page. And guys, XOI Technologies, there's a handful of leads that have come in, meaning that some of you techs out there or business owners have went to the landing page I have for them as well. And you want to try it. You're curious. Okay, and and... I don't blame you for being curious because if you've seen the video of the the peer-to-peer -peer tech support it's very interesting and it's going to be the future of the way we deal with each other in the field trust me on that and they have a lot of good features and they're developing a lot more features so xy technologies guys if you guys want to jump into this next level this this tech level Okay, we are in the digital age, so analytics matter. I mean, it's all coming. So I'll leave the landing page of that in the show notes as well. Just as a reminder, guys, True Tech Tools save 8% on all tools in store except for Testo, Fleer, and what's the other one? Testo, Fleer, and Fluke. <laughs> I always get Fleer and Fluke all mixed. Anyway, guys, Testo, Fleer, and Fluke, you cannot use the promo code. If you need Testo stuff, I have a preferred Testo pricing link. Email me at gary at hvacknowitall.com and I will gladly hand you that. And I also told you on the last podcast that NAVAC makes a 410A flare gauge. I'm looking at it right now. It's the NFG1. And if you go to True Tech Tools and you actually write in NAVAC and just scroll down their tools, you, you'll find it there. And, and what it is, is it allows you to check your flares to make sure that they are rated for 410A. So it's a good tool to have on you. And the other side is like a, a ruler that goes up to five inches. So anyway, check that out guys. That's the NAVAC 410A flare gauge. This segment of the podcast is brought to you by Harago, a trades only platform helping you find the right job or the right candidate. Arago.com, best in trade. All right, so the other configuration that I'm used to seeing is the OROA valve. Okay, now that is a Sporlin number. As far as I know, I don't think any other manufacturer uses that number. And basically what that is is a single valve application that does the same thing as the ORI and the ORD valve. It has three ports. Okay, there's the discharge port, there's the condenser port, and the receiver port. 
So we have the discharge gas that tees off, discharge goes into the condenser, and it also tees off and goes into the discharge port of the OROA valve. Okay, so we come out of the condenser into the OROA. Okay, so if we're going to flood back, that, that portion right there out of the condenser into the OROA, it's going to close off and it's going to allow that condenser to pressurize. Now you guys can look this up online or draw a picture, whatever you want to do. I used to draw pictures of this stuff all the time of floodback controls just so I could understand it like the back of my hand. I don't know how many times I drew the refrigeration circuit out and drew this in to get a visual. And trust me, it works. When you draw it out yourself and study it, it works. So discharge in, tease off into the valve, condenser out into the valve, and that's where we're going to flood back. Okay, the other side is going to go to the receiver. So when we're flooding back, okay, and that port is closed on the condenser outlet, the discharge is going to flow through the valve, okay, into the receiver. Plain and simple. When we're not flooding back, we are going to open up the condenser side of the valve we're going to close off that discharge side and we're going to flow from the condenser through the valve into the receiver. Very, very simple actually. And it works very, very well. And this is, um, in, in the applications I've seen, they're non-adjustable. Um, I should have mentioned before the OROI valves, most of the time they're adjustable. The ORDs are not. Usually you purchase them with a set differential. Okay. And then the OROAs in my, um, my experience, they're not adjustable either. So in a nutshell, guys, that's what they're for is to maintain head pressure in a system that has to run in ambient, ambient conditions that are low, like in the wintertime. And that's why Liebert uses them because their server rooms that they're in have to run all year long, provide cooling all, all year long. And like I said, the fans run full bore because the the floodback controls, headmaster, whatever you want to call them, are maintaining head pressure of the system, allowing it to run correctly. Just remember, you need a receiver, okay? Because as it gets cold outside, we need that extra gas to flood back that condenser. So before I head out, I did mention on the last podcast that we were going to have an interview with Don Taylor about his issue with a compressor and a 410A unit that was an R22 compressor and all the shenanigans involved with that. Um, Don's been really busy. I mean, it's full-fledged heating season in the uh, the Toronto area, Southern Ontario area. So he's very busy. We couldn't hook up. Hopefully we can do it very soon. But um, if we can't, I can tell his story for him because I know it quite well. And But I'd like him to, <laughs> I'd like him to tell it on his own. So hopefully we can hook up in the near future. Anyway, guys, that's a podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you learned something. I hope I entertained you because that's what it's all about. Learning, teaching, and entertaining. Happy HVACing. I'm out.